The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. As we speak, a vote is happening in Leinster House in the Dáil on the Sinn Féin motion to extend the eviction ban. We know, without even looking at the scores in the doors, we know that the government are going to survive that vote because of the support of some independents. We also know that the result is going to be that the eviction ban will be lifted on the 1st of April and that this will lead to people and families becoming homeless. Now, that is not a statement of opinion. It is a statement of fact. There will be an increase. Even defenders of government, most of them, I think, will accept that reality and how awful that reality must be for families waiting for that eviction notice to come through the door on the 1st of April and what options they have, what few options they have. I had a look earlier. If we're talking about families, they need at least two bedrooms, if we accept that reality. The cheapest two-bedroom apartment you'll find in Dublin, 1,600 quid. And that is the very, very, very bottom of the market. Well, that's a lie. Sorry, it's not the bottom. There was one for 820, but then when I looked at it, you had to leave the apartment twice a week. You had to move out on a Friday and then you could move back in on a Sunday. Anyway... That's the reality of renting, I guess. The average rent is 2300 Now, that is the equivalent repayment of a half a million quid mortgage. You'd need to be earning over hundred and forty grand to get that. So I don't know what families are going to do. I do know, because I've spoken to enough of them, that government and their fenders say, listen, an eviction ban is just bad policy and that we are coming from a low base, but they, we are improving the, the housing stock there's a labour shortage, there are increased build costs and, you know, to a degree, all of those excuses are valid. They're all legitimate, they're all true. But the problem for people, for tenants, is you can't live in an excuse. It doesn't provide shelter. An excuse does not provide shelter. It doesn't provide comfort to people screwed over by the system. And if you are one of those people, I want to hear from you. 87 106 is the number. Julie is one of those people and she is on the line. Julie... What is your own situation? Oh, hello. Um, basically, uh, on the 1st of um, April, myself, my husband, my son and a small grandchild will be on the street. And it's as simple as that. How long have you been living in your home? Uh, we're 11 years. 11 years. So this, and, is, uh, this is very much every, your home? Oh, it's, it's our home. Yeah, definitely. Every piece of furniture in it is ours. We have decorated this house from top to bottom, inside, outside. Uh, we've never asked the landlord to do anything. And uh, we just trottled on for 11 years and uh, never out on the street on the 1st of April. Uh, and we have literally nowhere to go. We don't have family members to turn to. We don't have anything. We have looked for places. And as you said, the rents are off the wall. Uh, we have applied for places. We don't have the money to, to leave or to rent and deposit and all of that. We don't have that. And I, um, as you could probably hear from the tone of my voice, I just want to break down and sob my heart out. I just don't know what to do. And we don't know what to do. And, you know, it's just, it's a situation where you know, there's going to be thousands of, uh, being thrown out of homes, families. There's already thousands out there on the street. And then when the hotels evacuate their, their um, uh, homeless people that are in there, a sheltered accommodation and all of that, there's going to be even more thousands on the street. And our government is sitting back in their lovely home, sitting in their lovely doyle, 
with as much heat as they want. And they're saying, Asha, look, it's, it's, you know, a means to an end. It's not a means to an end. There's going to be anarchy on the street. There is going to be absolute anarchy on our street. Because there's going to be so many out there living on the street. I mean, it's bad enough for the poor homeless that are out there who are constantly getting abused as it is. But you can imagine whole families who are who have always lived normal working lives in a normal working environment, a normal daily home life. Like, how do you even contemplate going into that situation? How? I mean, I like I don't know. I don't. I don't know how. I can't get my head around it. That Leo Radcar and his cronies can even begin to think that this is an okay situation because it's not. It's absolutely not. What are you going to do on the first of April, Julie? I don't know. I really don't know. I really like. I don't know. Nobody knows what they're going to do on the first of April. I mean, I'm, I'm listening to news talk all the time, and the stories that are coming on. And I, I am being honest, sometimes I have to switch the radio off because I'm in the same situation. And my heart is breaking listening to their story, which is the same as my story. And we have these, like, we're, we're not a minority. There's thousands of us. You know, it's not like a couple of hundred people you're talking about here. You're talking about families and babies and, you know, one single parent families and, like, it's just, so nonsensical what they're doing, and for the for the for this gang to, you know, to, they're ganging up on their own people. They really are, and it's like they just want to break everybody. It really is. It's like, like I'm feeling broken, and it's like they just want to break. You know, the people that can't afford to buy a house. Let's break them now. Who else can we break? And that's what it feels like. And I know that's what it feels like for everybody who's in this situation. Mm. It's hard enough to live, but to then get this thrown at you? Will you... From your, from yeah. your government, they're supposed to protect you. It's our constitutional right to have somewhere to live. And we have nowhere to live. And they're thinking, that's okay. It's, it's only a short, it's a short thing. It's only a short spell. Will you definitely leave the house? I can't answer that. I can't answer it. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people in my situation who can't answer it. Because nobody knows what to do. Mm. Because there's nowhere to go. That's the problem. I'm not dragging my family onto the street with my furniture. I'm not. Uh, when like, you, when where, you, yeah, where go on. can you go? Where can you go? Even the, 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 the all the accommodation that's out there for the shelter uh, accommodation, they're, they're packed to full. When it happens, when, when we pass that Rubicon on the, the, the 1st of April um, and, and as you say you have nowhere to go I mean and 
the unaffordability of what's available. Uh, did you get to the point where you actually viewed any properties? You know, we went. We actually we oh, we went. Uh, we applied online to view a load. Uh, I think we. I mean, compared to some people, I think we did sixty, seventy. Um, we got three viewings, and then we never heard anything. And the price was ridiculous anyway. So you you applied to view sixty or seventy properties. Three of them got back to you and said, "Yeah, you can come and view it." You did, yeah. and then you never heard anything back. No, because they all obviously picked somebody else. Um, I don't really know what solace I, mean, what I can offer you, Julie. Absolutely nothing. No, there is nothing you can say to us. There is nothing. And I rang the two, Fianna Gael and Fianna Fáil. TDs morning to my area and both their inboxes were full. So what's that telling you? And I'm sure everybody's box was full in that door this morning. And when Everybody. we when we speak to politicians and we put stories like yours to them, I mean what they say is that you know, they 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 feel huge sympathy for people in your situation, but that they're doing the best no, that they not. can. No, they're not. What they should have done is done something when they had the time to actually do something and they did nothing. They bought three local authority houses. Three. This year. I know of someone who's selling a house or trying to sell it to the local authority the last two months. They haven't even got back to them. They haven't even got back to them. Mm. And the government's answer to that is well, the local authorities have their own rules. And their own way of doing things. That's simply not a good enough answer. They bought three houses this quarter. Now, please tell me that makes sense because it doesn't. But Julie, it does listen. Not make sense. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't want to sound trite, but we, we wish it luck with whatever happens. Um, I, I know you are being bombarded with this, and this all goes into your head, and you have to go home, and. I know you, you deta- everybody has to detach from work, but I'm sure you t- sit there thinking, oh my God, like what is happening to this country? Oh, and well, as soon as there's a general election, the better. I, to I, get them out. I think everybody who's listening uh, to you right now, Julie, is thinking, my God, what's happening to this country? Listen, thank you for uh, taking the few minutes uh, to speak to us. Uh, lots of people, Julie's right, lots of people getting in touch uh, similar stories. My son and his wife are renting a one-bed apartment, 1,800 quid for a one-bed. They've tried to move to two beds for over 12 months, no properties available. How do the government reckon the evictions that are going to happen won't create homelessness? That said, I don't feel it's the responsibility of landlords to solve the housing crisis, says this listener. <laughs> The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.